0: Hey there, welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. My name is Amy Connell. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating, movement, and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. Here on the Graced Health Podcast, we have grace-filled conversations about our physical, mental, and spiritual health. And today I am super excited to have Dr. Michelle Bankson with me for the fourth time on the podcast. I think you are the record holder for the Graced Health (laughs) guest. And so I am... um, I am thrilled that you are joining me today, and we are here because you have some uh, exciting news coming out, Dr. Michelle. You have a new book coming out called Today is Going to Be a Good Day, and I am really um, hopeful that this conversation helps uh, people maybe think about the bad moments differently uh, and maybe instead turn to the promises that God has given us. So first, I'm going to give you a chance to speak and say, uh, and welcome. I'm so glad you're back. Amy, it's
1: always a pleasure to be together. You know, when we get to collaborate, it's just like the opportunity to see the kingdom expand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, it's funny you say that I actually just posted something on my personal Facebook page uh, um, about a colleague of mine, who is running similar a similar fitness program for youth this summer. And, you know, there's just this, we don't we need to get out of this scarcity mindset. And, you know, as writers and podcasters and speakers, Dr. Michelle, you and I, um, you know, we're here to elevate the kingdom. We're here to give God the glory, not for our own um, selfish ambition or vain conceit, right? So, um, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really glad that we can have this conversation. Now, you had a bit of a, um, an interesting start to writing this book. Can you tell us some about that?
1: Yeah, it was about 10 years ago. And I was struck down with a very serious illness. I'd been in private practice and working 100 hours a week and seeing patients every day and then coming home and taking care of the kids and a husband who had cancer. When one day in my office, I doubled over in pain in front of a patient. So we got the patient up to the front where my staff could take care of her. But long story short, we ended up going to the hospital. And then I ended up having two surgeries being put on medically induced bed rest for five months. I was kept alive on IV hydration and nutrition. I dwindled down from 113 pounds down to a skeletal 74, which is 30 pounds lighter than I am today. And the longer I stayed in that sick bed and the longer my health was compromised, the more I found myself going into the valley of depression. And I remember about midway through that whole journey, just thinking, I need a reason to get up and even try today because it has stolen so much from me. And I, so I wasn't able to be the doctor and I wasn't much of a wife or a mother. And before my second surgery, a friend called and she reminded me of the scripture verse that says, although weeping may last for the night, my joy comes in the morning. And other friends had shared scripture. And Amy, if I'm being perfectly honest, when they shared, it just felt like they were just trying to slap a band-aid on it and get on their merry way. But I knew this friend's heart and she was trying to encourage my heart that I know you're not feeling joyful right now, but God promises that your joy will return. And from that, I wrote my very first what I would call good day post on Facebook. And it was simple back then. It just said, today is going to be a good day because his joy comes in the morning. And I really wrote that as a as an encouragement to myself, but it resonated with people. And two or three weeks later, I was in a slump again and I needed another one. and And the Lord so graciously reminded me his mercies are new every morning. And that was my second good day post. Today is going to be a good day because his mercies are every morning. And what he was teaching me is that my circumstances were not the best of circumstances. In fact, they were pretty crummy at the time. But we can still have a good day when we focus on God and his faithfulness and his promises. And then I don't know, about a year or two ago, the publisher came to me and said, we've been paying attention to your faithful good day posts every day, which have now turned into a six-year daily ministry. I never intended for that, but they resonate with people and I need the daily reminder. And that's when Ravel came to me and said, would you consider writing a devotional and expanding these daily devotions? And so today is going to be a good day is all new material And it's even more than what I offer on social media because I also pray for the reader and I include a reflection question for how can you really apply this to your life today? And then consistent with all my other books, there's a recommended playlist song because music is so powerful in my own life to kind of get me out of those doldrums and put my focus back where it needs to be.
0: Well, I do love that. Um, I love all elements of that book. And I have really enjoyed seeing um, seeing the, particularly the the songs that you recommend. And uh, most of them I know, and a lot of them speak to me too. And in fact, I think even maybe a couple of those are on my own playlist of, of Your Worthy Body Walks, which is an accompanying it in my book. So I love that concept. I promise I didn't take it from you, but... <laughs> But um, yeah, and I think too, you know, I didn't introduce your full um, credentials when we first came on. But I think it's, if you've made it this far, one thing, if you do not know Dr. Michelle Bankson, she is a um, neuro, oh gosh, I'm going to mess this up, a neuropsychologist, PhD. And so, you know, listeners or if you're watching on YouTube, um, you know, I think it's really I don't want to gloss over the fact that even mental health professionals feel despair, feel, um, you know, that depression. Um, But Dr. Michelle, what I love is how you have quite intentionally decided to focus on um, God's goodness um, and while still recognizing you know, the change the challenges that you're in, um, you know, rather than putting a bandaid on it, um, really, really leaning into him and, um, and, you know, and you've done that through these posts on Facebook. So I would love to hear how this turned into, because you said it was, you know, your first one and then a couple of weeks later, and then a couple you know weeks after that, how did that turn into something every day? Was that something that you in, intentionally decided to do, or it was the, the feedback or what? how you felt? Because let's be honest, sometimes I put things on Facebook because it just, it fills my soul. And I'm like, I hope it blesses you because it makes me feel better.
1: It's funny that you ask that because it was not an intentional. It it really just started off as okay, I need to remember this today that despite how I feel and despite my circumstances and despite when things go the wrong way, it can still be a good day. So it started off truly as encouragement for myself. And then it just kind of picked up steam. And people resonated with it so much that those are the posts on both Instagram and Facebook that get the most likes and shares. And so I realized other people want to be reminded of God's promises and why we can have a good day, even when we have bad moments in the day. And it you know me, I'm very honest and transparent and vulnerable. And I will honestly tell you, I have asked the Lord several times, can I stop writing these daily posts? And he has just so graciously said, no. <laughs> so I continue <laughs> to write them out of mm-hmm. obedience. To him. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, the other thing that I wrote down as you were talking is how your first two points were focused on the morning. And I can't remember, um, you know, there have been so many just little one-liners about the evening. And I remember reading somewhere like never doubt in the night, what um, God has revealed to you in the light. Um, You know, I mean, darkness and nighttime can be heavy and it can be scary. And, I tell you that like our thoughts can get, can really take over if we're not careful. And so I love that those first two verses were really centered around joy coming in the morning and mercies being new every morning. And so I feel like just the hope and the promise of morning being, it will be, it will be better. Um, and so we do have a morning, whether or not, you know, maybe we've been in a darkness for for months or years, um that the morning is coming and we don't know when um but but we can just trust in that for sure now you know it's really interesting dr michelle because you and i have been connected for a couple years and i have been watching um you know we i've been i see your posts on facebook and <clears throat> you are kind of walking in this today is going to be a good day also in very real time because you have shared recently that your cancer diagnosis is back. Um, so rather than me putting words in your mouth, I would love for you to talk some about how as the and I know like these books take a long time to write. And you probably wrote these words two to three years ago, if mm-hmm. if my understanding of if traditional publishing is correct. And yet here you are. <laughs> so I'll let you take over from there um because I just think that that's such it's just powerful.
1: You know, it's always interesting Amy because before I wrote any books, I had this tendency to think that when authors wrote books, it means that they figured it all out and they don't struggle with it anymore. And then God had me start writing books and I realized that Even after you pen that last word and it goes to press and it comes out for all the public to read, you're still going to struggle with the same issues that you wrote about. And I truly believe that's because the enemy of our soul knows where we're weak. Mm -hmm. And my first book was on depression. And so he constantly is trying to get me to go back there. Kind of, it's almost as if he's saying, do you really believe that message that you wrote about? Or did you just write that for other people? And so you mentioning that I I am in the fire now. And there have been several times in the past few months where I've had to stop myself feeling kind of in a pity party. Like I can't believe we're dealing with another crisis. And I had to stop myself and go, okay, well, wait just a minute. That doesn't mean today is a bad day. You're having a few bad moments, but you need to shift your focus away from the problem, which right now is cancer, and focus on the problem solver. He still promises that he heals today. He promises that he fights for us. He promises that he will never leave us or forsake us. And so when I will shift my attention away from the cancer diagnosis or the chronic pain or the insomnia go, well, wait, wait just a minute. Is that going to rule my life or am I going to let God rule my life? And so I am reading this book just like readers are. I'm going through it as a reader now to remind myself of where my focus needs to be. And on the days I don't do that, yeah, they're they're not as good of a day. But on the days when I will pay attention to where my thought life is going and go, wait just a minute, that is not truth. God's word is truth. So let's focus on that. I will end up having a few bad moments, but overall, a much better
0: day. That is such a good reminder. I mean, I can't tell you how many times something has happened you know, in the first part of my day. And I think, well, that's it. It's a terrible day. The day is ruined, <laughs> and just being reminded on i mean, I love how you wrote uh or how you how you said you know focus on the problem solver and not the problem because it's really easy to get focused on that problem, and our our brains just go to that so quickly and so easily. So, you know, I have um, had the privilege of reading Today is a Good Day um, as a as an early reader. And I just want to uh, thank you for your honest words. I want to thank you for the prayers and um, the playlist or, you know, the songs. You know, as I was, when I got this, I mean, I just got this yesterday. So perfect God's timing, right? Like, okay, we're, you know, we're doing yeah. this. I thought this would be such a a wonderful gift for someone who is in the fire, in whatever fire they are in. And maybe they don't even have the the energy to maybe they don't have the energy to pray or to to read scripture or to even know, you know, that I love that verse in um, Romans eight twenty six where the groans of the Holy Spirit will, you know, will speak on your behalf. And then also we've got these words here in this book because it can be, you know, through like you, know, you and I were talking before we got on, you know, throw it in your purse, throw it in your backpack, make it you know somewhere where you, something that you can take very easily. Um, and it's just, it's just a wonderful resource. It's a wonderful um, companion and compliment t- to the prayers of our heart, the prayers that maybe we don't even know how to say. So I just, I congratulate you on it. Thank you for putting such a wonderful resource out into the world.
1: Thank you, Amy. You know, it's so important to to honor what we're going through, but then to recognize that there are times in our life when we've got 30 minutes to read God's word. And there are other times when maybe all we have is a couple of minutes when we're in the carpool lane, but God's going to honor whatever time we devote to continuing to grow our walk with him.
0: Mm, amen. Amen. Well, I typically end my podcast episodes with one simple thing, and it's something that I normally come up with, but starting with you, and I'm going to be doing this with my, my podcast season next season, I'm actually going to let my guest so determine our one simple thing that you would like uh, this, my community to uh, remember about our conversation today.
1: Biggest thing I think I'd like your community to remember is that regardless what the day holds, despite the bad moments,
0: when you're focused on
1: God and his promises, you can still have a good day.
0: Amen. Thank you for that. Okay, that is all for today. Go out there and have a great day.